0: Hello everybody, welcome to your Liverpool FC podcast, I'm Andy Kelly and we're mob handed today, I'm joined by round the table Ian Doyle, by Neil Jones, by Christian Walsh and by Paul Philbin. Uh, We're here to have a little chat about Spurs last weekend but principally looking ahead to um, the game of the season really, uh, Liverpool-Dortmund first leg uh, on Thursday night. Uh, We'll take a quick look back to uh, Spurs, Christian I'll start with you. Two close games with Spurs this season and there was a sort of narrative around sort of whether, you know, Spurs were a sort of a template that Liverpool could follow. And I know you wrote a couple of pieces uh whether agreeing or disagreeing with that that thought. Um my main thought on it was that what was clear is that Liverpool shouldn't be in ninth if Spurs are in second. If you know what I mean, there's not that much between the sides, and that's probably a sign that Liverpool have dropped points this season in situations when they shouldn't.
1: Uh, I mean, th- the hope is that Liverpool, Liverpool's position is wrong. and not Spurs. I actually, I sort of disagree. There, I think Spurs looked every inch of a team that should be in second, if not first. I think they're probably one of the best teams to play on field this season. And um, they were very good for for, for periods of the game. And um, you know, the, 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 they just seen that little step ahead of Liverpool in their developments, and that, that comes from the fact that uh has been there for, for a year and a half now whereas Jürgen Klopp hasn't even had a full season. But it, you know, it was interesting to watch them and and, and yeah, it, it, it was Liverpool were were good um for for a portion of the game, first half especially, um they created chances. there was that period where you know Loana literally had to tip one away. Um obviously Storage blasted this straight at his legs. Um but they were they were well matched, and I thought it was quite fitting after the, the, the as you said, the narrative of how you know these two sides have shadowed each other, and now it's for Liverpool to to, to follow Spurs template that template that the the two sides were, were so evenly matched. I think it bodes well for Liverpool in the future that the that they took on a team that are so ahead in their developments. As I say, he's had, you know, Klopp's had one baron transfer window so far. Pochettino's had four. Um, you know uh, Pochettino's had two summers to work with them uninterrupted pre-season Cops had zero and the fact that Liverpool went toe-to-toe with them and, and were more than good value for the points uh, does certainly does bode
2: well Do you think they're that far ahead development-wise I mean Deli Alli's in his first season Alderweireld in his first season Harry Kane's in his second season as a top-level pro I don't, I, really, I, I think they're good sides they're very good Well, I don't think this is like a team that's like you know Molded into what it's going to be, that they, they'll they'll make five or six changes in the summer. I'm pretty certain about that. They 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 that's not the team that's going to get Spurs into a dominant force. I can't. Danny I play left back and Kyle a se- Walker.
0: A season where Man United had a a Man United team, if you want, and Chelsea had a proper Chelsea yeah, yeah. team. I don't. I think we yeah, probably City, all agree that City say well. had a had a you know a, a season you know more than more what we'd expect that they'll have under yeah. say Guardiola. You wouldn't expect that Spurs side. To yeah. be good enough to be second, for all that Liverpool should be closer to them than ninth.
2: No, they're a good side. They are a good side. Spurs. They've got strength and they've got they've got youth and they've got you know a bit of quality. and They've got a goal scorer, but they're not. They they'll be the worst champions if they were to win the league. They'd be the worst champions in the history of the Premier League, even with Tottenham Absolutely. and so, but, but, and so I, will Leicester. but for all
0: for all, yeah, I was going to say Leicester will yeah. be as well. For all the yeah. fairy tale and how brilliant their story is, it's the worst
2: Premier League. I think there's a, that the season we've had, so they will. Tottenham and Notley, they're a good side, and they want, they want to aspire to the good things in the game. But they're not, you know. If Liverpool had got more a certain amount of decisions right, not refereeing decisions in terms of club decisions, I think Liverpool could have had a season like Tottenham have had with the team that they've got. I, I, I think you can match five, five and six or six and five of either of those teams if you were doing an eleven. Liverpool and Tottenham? Well, to be fair, they only finished above Liverpool because they got Liverpool got busted six one the last day against so. They went to um, Everton, didn't they? Tottenham yeah, Tottenham in the last game, Everton yeah. in a close game.
0: So, I can, yeah, definitely. So, Dorothy, if, if if this is one, if I think Jonesy called it the worst Premier League, but certainly one of the worst that we say, um, what does it say about Liverpool when we're we're in ninth? There's every chance we've obviously got a game or two in hand, depending on who you're looking at above them. There's a the chance that they'll potentially move up slightly. But what does it say about where Liverpool are at if in a very bad Premier League with potentially the worst champions that we might, whether that be Spurs uh, or... That's harsh on I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not but, slagging Leicester, but in terms of quality. against, doesn't against doesn't the other good. champions...
3: Yeah. So it doesn't tell us anything that we didn't know 18 months ago about Liverpool, the, the, the fact that they're not... So they're, have, we, they we have we not moved got, in 18 months? We well, we've got moved. a new manager in that time. I think that's, as Neil said, as uh, Christian said, that he hasn't had many... You know, no transfer window to work in really, or no summer, no pre-season, none of that. So we'll know more this time next year as to where Liverpool are heading under Klopp. But Neil's right. This is a, it's not a very good Premier League. You know, Leicester would be the worst champions. It would be a great fairy tale, and they've had some of the best players yeah. in the in the league this season in Mares and in, in Vardy. But do you reckon if, if United, you know City, Chelsea, as has just been said before, if any of them had anything about them, they'd have won this league this well, year. And, 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 up teams and those teams who've mean. won in the past, as But yeah, you Even Arsenal, I mean Arsenal could still do it. Arsenal could still do it. They could look at their fixtures; they haven't got many difficult no, games left. No but you know what Arsenal are like? They'll just throw. What Liverpool. You. I mean, when
1: I said Spurs looked like a team in second, it was a context of this season. You know what I mean? That, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I if have the Liverpool 2013-14 team would have won this league already.
3: To be honest, yeah, well, problem yeah, is we can't just we, yeah we continue. can't just go. That's that's the problem. There'll be loads of fans who'll be sitting around and going, "Oh, we would won this league two yeah, years ago, but that at, wasn't the You look against. at Manchester
2: United. will think if we'd have got rid of Van Hal when he was going in December and got Mourinho, we'd probably have won this league because they're, they're awful. I they're in there. You know? They're <laughs> a point, Neil, there are Neil, a point off just, the Champions yeah. League. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Neil's they're just, Neil's just hit the nail on the head there because
3: you can bet if there's a podcast being done by Man United fans or City fans yeah. or Chelsea or whoever, they'll all be saying exactly the same thing. I mean, Chelsea, exactly the same. honestly, I, I've said this a few
2: times. Me and Doyle have had private conversations about it. Oh, right. <laughs> we've
3: got a lot of those. Chelsea, Chelsea would
2: be right. sitting there going, what have we been doing here? What have we been doing here? Leicester at the top of the league. We, we've got Fabregas, we've got Costa, we've got William, Pedro.
0: Well, if, they, if it looks as if they'd had hitting for most of the, for the season, given uh, what have they gone, 15 on beaten though? Or the best, best does, run. Does in the all league? of
3: this then underline how important a manager is at a club?
2: Yeah, and, and a bit of stability, a bit of, a bit is, of, yeah. of like yeah, a good the two
3: decision making consistently. Who's been the best two managers in the league this season? Would anybody argue with Rangieri and, and Poch, Pochettino? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but is it cause and effect there, or do we do we view them as such because of where their teams are in the league or if you know if they were
3: Yeah, but why are they there? Are they there because of the players or are they there because of the manager?
0: Well, they've clearly done a good job, but I mean if you look at in terms of recruitment, you have to say Ranieri's barely recruited anybody. You know, a lot of that team is Pearson's team from last year. The clever thing he did was go, um, we were the best team in the league over the last ten yeah. games last season, so I'd be absolutely daft. I mean, it's well known round this table how much money I had on Leicester to be relegated this season. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a bit, and I kept going in for about the first month of the season, and that was because you know Ranieri had failed miserably with Greece. Um, you know, I'd watched Northern Ireland, who never win away, win away in Greece, and thought. How can you go and get Ranieri, this team that he's managing internationally, are abysmal. But So he's, he's come in, looked at the players and thought, loads of these are good. I'm not going to do anything too radical with them. And he's just let them play, hasn't he? And he's just created an atmosphere which has worked. But, um, Paul, we're getting back to the Reds. I mean, you follow home and away. Um, what do you think generally of, of what you've watched this season in terms of um, progression? Um, you know, we, we obviously are ninth in what we generally regard as a bad league. So have you been disappointed with most of what you've watched or is is the clock factor and the fact that we think we're building for the future is that is that giving a sort of slight glow to everything?
4: I'm disappointed, yeah, but I'm more frustrated because as you have just said, you look at the league and you go, What if with Chelsea, Man United? It's kind of the same with Liverpool. I I said it a while ago with uh, a couple of mates in October. Um, going to one of the games. What if we look at the end of the season and we go, We didn't get rid of Rogers quick enough kind of thing and it looks like that might be the case now. We've yeah. slightly he only the... lost
2: two games though, Rogers, in terms of points ground, didn't he? You know, they they were a point behind Spurs when, when he played them in Klopp's first game. I think it might be
3: time lost rather than points.
2: Yeah, I say. suppose yeah, on recruitment. And the feel that
0: direction of <laughs> travel feel as well, isn't it? It felt like it was a well, it felt like the, the, you know they were, might have been on the up spurs and i think the frustration for a lot of people and, and you know the, you know we've discussed before whether it was right or wrong in terms of time for, for brendan Rodgers to go but did feel that overall the decision was made because it felt like they weren't getting any better at the time yeah. and we're only likely to potentially see that gap widen and it has widened um for all that Klopp has changed well, what has he changed? He changed an atmosphere and a and a belief factor, which was one of his big things. But results-wise, do we feel he's you know has he achieved more than we could have hoped, or has he is he merely up at par? You know, because we, you know, we've written in the paper ninth would be the worst ever finish since. I
3: personally I think he sh- they should have more points, Certainly, if you look at some of the games that they've won, you know, they beat Man City, they won at Chelsea, they won at City, you know, they, they beat Manchester United, but, you know, if there's certain games, look at Watford, you look at Newcastle, I mean, Newcastle, they got beat by Newcastle, you can't beat anybody, yeah, <laughs> no, and they didn't just home, get beat. We've done one more with Danny Ings. games like that, I
4: right. I know that was under, on the home. Rodgers,
0: so so what so we we know Liverpool have thrown points away. Klopp himself, I was very interested to read. Uh, Christian, I think it was your piece this week about how he expects a rougher ride next season, and yeah. that's because he, he, to a certain extent, he's had a honeymoon period because people know they're not generally well; they're not his players. Uh, he's had to come in and make the best of them. He'll. He'll be given a summer to bring in obviously some people who are more his players, but there'll be a there'll be a lot of pressure on those players to perform straight away, and my fear is that you know we've seen already that players sometimes need need a year. I mean we've, we're seeing that with players like Lovren and Lallana who are performing better now than they have at any stage of the Liverpool career, whether that's you know quite right up to full on. We can mount a challenge. Standard, I'm not sure, but you know, if Klopp brings in what he will hope will be very good players in the summer, there's still a chance that they'll need, you know, the dreaded transition year or whatever.
1: Possibly, I, I think the one thing that will possibly go in his favour, if he, I mean, let's, he's not going to shop solely and exclusively in the Bundesliga, but buying from the Bundesliga, let's say, if, obviously, if he gets his wish with Goethe and um, you know, there's a couple of other players, obviously, Matip's coming in already um the, the two leagues that are most similar in in Europe in the major European leagues is Germany and England for me it's all about quick transition it's all about high intensity you can get away with not necessarily being you know the, the most technical of players but you can you know you, it's, it's about efforts it's about commitments it's also it's sort of, you watch two, the two leagues and you'd watch the game and if you didn't know where they were from you you would, be stretched to say whether it was a Bundesliga game or a or a Premier League game. So I think that transition if he buys from the Bundesliga will not be as will not be as hard as maybe it has been recently with a couple of others they you look like Moreno, obviously it's different to, to be a full back in the La Liga and then to come into the into the Premier League. Um whereas Emory Chan, you know, it's taken him less than a year for me to well, I think anyway, it's taken him less than a year to, to adapt to the Premier League. Even if he's not consistent yet, there are flashes that he's a Premier League midfielder. If that makes sense. So, but but you know, there will be that period of adaptation, I'm sure. And you know, expectation will be higher next season. The one thing that might help Liverpool a little bit is because it's so much. You know, Guardiola's City potentially Mourinho. All those rumours that Van saying now, Mourinho United. Um, Conte at Chelsea, Pochettino is now in the mix and you've got all these great managers. It might just be seen as another season for Liverpool of, you know, let's just try and get top four and then the third season he can build. But it, it all depends as well. I think I think fans are a lot smarter now and they realise that, you know, the manager will have his targets and it's not always down to whether he gets them or not. He mightn't always get what he wants and, and, and if his hands are tied slightly in, in the transfer market, you know, We'll hope that's not the case, but if he's hamstrung by what happens in the summer, then how much can he do? So a lot of it does depend, not just on what the manager does in the dressing room and on the training ground, but in terms of recruitment next year. So it's it, that—that's really what it all hinges on for me.
0: John, it's, it's not going to get any easier. I think is, is what Christians saying there next season. If it's going to be, if anything, well, it will be harder next season. Um Harder to get into the one of those top four places certainly, uh, which makes the the possibility of trying to get into it this season um, by winning the Europa League um, you know, would be an absolute godsend, wouldn't it, if, if you were to? Now, I blame Jurgen Klopp for this problem because if he hadn't had his bad year at Dortmund last year, they'd be safely ensconced <laughs> yes, in the Champions League. Or if they hadn't kicked on as
1: much as they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: one or the other. Just, you know? But he's left a Champions League team, well, what is a Champions League team this season um, and will be you know, they're essentially already qualified, I think, um, yeah. for next season's Champions League. So they're basically a wolf in sheep's clothes and that they're a Champions League team lurking in the Europa League and of course, um, surprise, surprise, Liverpool got them. Um, they're a very good team. Are we in danger of underestimating yeah. that, you know, we're Liverpool as well. We've you know, we've won more European Cups than Dortmund, albeit um, not in uh, you know, you know we're not in that sort of form at the moment, or in those Can sorts of. Up front of <laughs> <laughs> we're not in those sorts of places, but you know, in terms of, you know, European history, what yeah. is what I'm trying to say is Liverpool's is, yeah. is more star-studded than Dortmund's for all that they're, um, you know, are are you you know European Cup winners and are in a be- probably in a better overall place than Liverpool at the moment.
2: Yeah, I think they'll respect, Liverpool, they'll, you know, it's a big game for them, isn't it? It's, it's I think that was the. That's the biggest team they could have drawn in, in you know, Manchester United and Liverpool would have been the two that they'd have looked at when it went to the knockout stages and they'd have said, Wow, you know, if you got one of those that what a big game that'd be. Um I think that respect will diminish the second they step onto the pitch and realise that they can have the ball for the next eighty nine minutes if they want. Because look
0: Do you think well because because my view is that Klopp will go all out for a goal. I
2: think yeah, I think he should as well. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I don't think I don't think they can do what Spurs did. I mean Spurs rested Harry Kane rested Ali rested others you know and went there I think I watched that Spurs game and they had a midfield of Tom Carroll and Ryan Mason and you wouldn't believe it but they got over running midfield they, they, <laughs> they, they couldn't they couldn't get control of it um, they just yeah they were second best and if Liverpool if Liverpool go with a sort of hesitant or or sort of cautious attitude I think they'll just they'll just run all over them because they, they've got They've not just got a Champions League team. They've got a successful Champions League team. They've got a team that's been to the final, or, you know, albeit with, with certain changes along the way. They've got a team that was in the you know lost to Real Madrid in a quarter final, very narrow. I think they lost 3-2 on aggregate. I think they they, they basically should have got two extra time, but they couldn't get a third goal in the in the second leg. So you know, they're, they're, these they're not got the history of Liverpool in terms of in terms of that, but. They have got good players and they've got the recent history is a lot more a lot more promising than, than Liverpool's in terms of European competition and in terms of a two legged tie. Even okay. even last season, you know,
1: okay they got beaten um both legs, but they got knocked out by Juventus who who on themselves as a very good team went so to so again with uh, by Munich this season, so extra time over two legs, obviously. Yeah, they're different different players perhaps, although not as much in terms of Dortmund, they've only really brought us in Vieagle. But um you know, it, it's the mentality of a team as well, isn't it? And, and, and if, this is the if, if they're taking Dortmund, if they're if they're going so to toe with Juventus, for example, last season, there's absolutely nothing to stop them from going so to toe and then some against Liverpool. Yep,
3: they've lost one home game all season as well, It's
2: a dead rubber. In the, I in mean, the Europa, hi- I yeah. I'm saying
3: the history makes the occasion, but it doesn't make the actual game itself. Yeah. And if you want to, if you want a manager who's going to know how to play against all these Dortmund players, it's going to have to be Jurgen Klopp, who's managed most of them for. God knows how many years. And while I understand they've changed the style of play and they've got a few new players in, you'll still know most of them. But by yeah. the same token, they don't kind of know what he might be up to or what how he might. It is a classic so game of double bluff,
0: yeah. isn't it? So, Paul, I mean, you're you're one of the Reds who'll be heading over to Dortmund tomorrow in some random cheap flight from Luton on uh, various <laughs> other routes that are going as well. Um, so, we hope you get there first of all. But uh, um, what would you, as a fan, what would you be hoping to come back? From Dortmund, with would you be happy with a? Vango, Vango. <laughs> <laughs> no, what 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 would be a good result for you in your mind as you're setting off over there?
4: Um, to still be in the tie, like, I'm not going there expecting us to get hammered but because Liverpool's best performances this season have come against the sides who are better than us really. Um, so, and I'm hoping we have another. One of those crazy away games like Southampton, like City, like Chelsea. Um, if we're still in the tie after the ninety minutes in Dortmund, I'll be happy. Maybe two one defeat because although Dortmund plays, I'll be used to great atmospheres week in week out at Anfield. When Anfield's rocking, yeah. they won't know what hit them. That's the point, yeah. isn't that? That's the point in terms of you
2: know if Liverpool go and get beat three 0 then the tie is over. You know, they're not. It, it, it just is over. But if they get one, even if it's four-one, say it's four-one or three-one, that's 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 something to aim for. And these players, have done, they've done these domestic things and they've done that. But going to Anfield with something to lose, you know, that that's when you might see, you know, a young lad like a twenty-year-old midfielder like uh, Julian Vigo just just tense up a little Take bit, or, yeah, or you know. If, I've, I know he's been playing Sven Bender at centre back out of position, you know, in recent games. So you might see him just sort of look around and think, well, you know, this is a big one for me tonight. Can
1: Miang hold the ball up when he needs yeah, to? you, you know, know. know, he's used to playing with his front to goal. What, what, what yeah.
2: will it be like if he has to hold on to the ball with his we've back see, to we've goal? have seen, seen, better, you know, or similar teams to Dortmund. you Mourinho of Chelsea, you know, struggled oh. with with Anfield, you know, against, let, let's face it, against the, you know. Poor Liverpool team in terms of man for man. You know, it wasn't. It certainly wasn't a team that you'd say could could
3: have could have seen off that Chelsea team over two legs, like, really, without Anfield. Yeah. So what's going to keep them in the tie then? Good defending or good attacking? I, I, I think. I think a goal. An <laughs> away goal. No yellow cards. I can't. I can't. If in all
0: honesty, I can't see. I, and I don't think Klopp sees Liverpool going over there and being able to keep them out for. Mm. 90 minutes or 95 minutes or whatever the game will play out us but i think genuinely does see a thought that we can go over there and he's got enough forward players in his repertoire to throw at them to to be able to to get a goal which which brings us sort of uh neatly on to daniel sturridge who created a few headlines on after the game on saturday night uh, when he got uh, taken off after about 70 um i didn't really have any problems with Everything that went on around and being substituted, and whether he was pleased or not pleased or whatever, you know, as as Klopp said, he shouldn't be, you know, I'd rather have players who aren't overly chuffed at coming off. But and this was something that John Aldridge wrote about in the Echo This Week, Neil. This he doesn't have seem to have that burst. Now, the question mark is, does he have it, but he's too scared to unleash it in case he is re injured, or does this type of injuries which he's had have they had an effect? accumulated effect almost like with injury after injury yeah. that that key thing for him which is the ability I mean when he got that pass through from Coutinho in the first half I expected him to sort of take a touch be away three yards away yeah. and then calmly pass it into the corner yeah. almost the way but oh. he he almost looked like a player who thought he was he took the sort of shot that a player who has no pace and has to shoot earlier Oops. took
2: I've got a bit of a theory on that I think he I think he he was surprised by Lloris. I think he, I think he, Lloris is expected to be the one who rushes out and brings you down, and you, he's on your face. And I think he thought, I mean, look up, Lloris will be there, and I'll just put it for early. So it's busy, if low, he gets it, gets it past him. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I think because you think, you know, I, I, always remember, Suarez scoring a goal against Loris in a similar position, but with a bouncing ball, where he just he looped it over him. Lloris is like eighteen yards out of goal and just gets lobbed and. You know, you think, why is, he, why is he come rushing out like that? But that's his game, and I think he was a little bit on his heels. He might, he might have even thought someone would have followed his running because it did look a bit... It was a bit of an unusual amount of space that he found himself in because he didn't make that great of He just sort of trotted onto a, a standard through. ball. Yeah, it was a poor offside trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah of days I, I think he might shirt. have thought, oh, Aldo Mareld or or Wimmer was going to be right behind him, so but I, you know, I might need to get me shot off. I don't want to get crowded out. I, I, agree, I agree with you about the cumulative effect. You know, I think Michael Owen... Yeah. In his early years, you know, they always say he lost that the yard is what everyone says, and he lost a yard of pace. But he he, he just lost a little bit of of like trust himself in himself, perhaps, and he, he sort of refined his game a little bit more. Became a little bit more sort of link up and get in the box and headers and things like that. Whereas Sturridge, Sturridge that isn't his game at the moment. It might need to become more of his game. He might need to improve that that side of him because. If he hasn't got if he hasn't got that pace, then Liverpool needs to find another way of using him. But I think you know, I think if he starts on Thursday, I think it's his first time he started five games in a row since March 2014. So that that shows you that shows you that he's getting to, you know, he's managing his fitness well enough that he's starting consecutive games, which is a, a big step. You know, we haven't had that for a while. Now it's about whether he can he can sustain a level of sharpness and fitness in consecutive games and. You know, listen, we don't know how, how, how much toll he's taken on his body. We don't know how much pain he's in after a game or how you know, a training session. So I, I wouldn't be writing him off too quickly yet about he's lost his pace or he's lost this, but you know, Liverpool just need him to be they need him better than he, he's been recently.
0: I think he, he could be a key player on, on Thursday, Dorley, just because um the the Dortmund back line it isn't renowned for pace If if they have a weakness it's it's not renowned for all that you know Stergi's might not be as quick as he was but we'll see um the question f- for me is whether you you best use him as that sort of you know 25 minutes at the end where we can get our goal or do, or, do, or, or so off the bench or do you just say well he's probably our best chance of getting a goal um for all that you know continue went into double figures on the, on the weekend is up to 10 now um, would you start Sturridge or would you look to use him as potentially let you know, if Firmino's fit, you could play him as the nine and uh, or false nine or whatever you want to call it and then you know maybe give Sturridge the last half hour to try and go and get us that goal.
3: I can't really see, I don't really see Sturridge as being like the super sub kind of player. Well, I understand he has come on in a few games and scored a couple of goals. I think he's better off from the start. He's not the cat. it takes him a while sometimes to get up to speed for games and he's not somebody who comes on after 70 minutes and does something straight away, really. But I th- you mentioned Firmino, then I think if he plays, that's a big... Boost for Liverpool. I think he, they really need him fit because he's somebody who's got a bit of knowledge. He you know, played in the, the Bundesliga last year, and they'll Twice be aware there. of him. Yeah, of scored, yeah. scored a couple of times there, and he just you know he adds a bit more to this team than perhaps you know we've we've done this a million times o- over with Firmino. What was it? Michael Owen said the other w- the other month. What was it? He said that he doesn't really doesn't get angry, doesn't really do enough. But you know you look at this, the numbers in the Premier League, and he's got more assists and more goals that, combined than, any, than anybody need, else
2: Liverpool need a player who doesn't have to play amazingly to be effective they need a player who can do what Mares does at Leicester where you don't see him for 75 minutes and then all of a sudden Mares bang 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 there you go well, 20 yards in the top corner and you go that, what a player that's and, class isn't it I mean, that, <laughs> that,
3: that, that, and that's why, that's why that's that's the kind of thing yeah. that Daniel Sturridge will Kane, never ever do, yeah. He'll never do Sturridge will never do that he's the one who gets on there and just scores you the goals the thing is if there was a storage chance that he missed against Tottenham, he's the one play you'd want going yeah. through with that chance. Okay, he missed. There may be a variety of reasons. Yeah. I know neil has got his theory. That, you know, it may just be that he, you know, he was a bit surprised. He was, he was clean. I'm, I'm on board with Neil's theory. That's the best th- yeah, I, theory I I've heard about like that, he so, that. Yeah, before, I was wrong, but yeah. I think. You know. <laughs> 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 I'm not right
0: now. I'm hoping tomorrow and say no, no,
3: no. It I did. was a little bit like me at five or side where I get the ball and I we need to shoot straight away just in case somebody comes in. Yeah. takes me out it looked a little, yeah it, look, it was a little bit like that but he's still Liverpool's best striker and he's he, yeah. he's got to play on thursday if he's fit and I, to be honest while we were saying you are you're not sure what his fitness is i don't think he is fit and i think guessing he's probably is carrying an injury and if he is then that makes what he's doing all the better because we know what he's been like in the past where the minute he's got a little bit of a tweak or whatever and he's, he's not interested that's what it used to be like but now i think he knows he's also playing for his
0: long-term yeah. future because Set a goal, up, the, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. But and he, he, I think Klopp highlighted another brilliant pass he put in for uh, Milner, wasn't it, which for a chance yeah. as well. So um, missed the header though. Yeah, yeah. I still don't think it was, was the easiest. Yeah, yeah. That was hard, that, yeah. Yeah. To be fair, Paul, when you managed to drag yourself out of whichever. Dortmund tavern you end up in on Thursday, and and somebody gives you a, you know, thrust the team Stop in your it. face. It does, does. Um, who would you you'd expect to see stories on there, and uh, who else, or have you got any theories in terms? Do you think it'll be very much the team we we've come to know the last few weeks? Yeah, I think that's what it'll be. Like I would that
4: footage on Thursday night, um
0: because we do need a goal
4: and out of all our players, if we had a chance you'd want him to fall to Sturridge. So, play him, give him 60 minutes and then, who knows, maybe a league he can make a name for himself later when the Dortmund defence gets a little tired. But other than that, um, I hope for me knows back. I, I think he's brilliant. I, I absolutely love him as a player. Um, and as Neil said, he's not always in the game. But he can produce that moment of class, and there might be something that we need to stay in the tie, something
0: like that. Well, as Paul says, let's hope that uh, the, the tie come back to Anfield, very much still in the mix. Um, we were going to talk a bit about Stoke, but to be honest, who wants to? Um, <laughs> let's let's leave it there for the real game of the week. Um, uh, good luck to the Reds. Good luck to everybody who's heading over to Dortmund. Come home safe, and uh, speak to you all next week. Cheers. Ik vind een
2: vast contract eigenlijk
3: wel oké. Okay. Niet omdat het moet. Nu de Samsung S9
2: Plus. Voor een genadeloos lage prijs. Check tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou.
3: Niet omdat het moet, maar omdat het kan.